The ball is in the Vanuatu opposition's court after yesterday's dissolution of parliament by the president. Caretaker Prime Minister Bob Lofman is already in election preparation mode, but the now former opposition leader, Ralph Reganbanu, had indicated he would challenge the dissolution in court. The political instability in Vanuatu began last week after 17 government MPs crossed the floor to support a motion of no confidence in Mr Lofman's leadership, but who now find themselves out of a job and heading back to the polls. RNZ Pacific Regional Correspondent Kelvin Anthony spoke with the project lead of the Pacific Hub at the Griffith Asia Institute, Tess Newton Kane, about the political situation in Vanuatu and began by asking her if the country could be headed towards a constitutional crisis. I think it's too early to say. Um, in some situations, I mean, is it, on the one hand, this issue of using motions of no confidence to affect a change of leadership is something that's relatively common in Vanuatu politics. This situation is different because not only did the government respond by seeking a dissolution of parliament, but the president has acceded to that request. Now, as we heard late yesterday, the leader of the opposition has said that this this decision by the president will be challenged in court. So I think we really need to see what happens. Does the court accept the application? And when, if and when, assuming it does, what decision comes down. Obviously, it does. As if, if the decision were to go in favour of the opposition, um, I think that would leave the president um, open to some criticism. But I don't know that it's necessarily something that would broker or, you know, take us to the brink of a constitutional crisis. Uh, Prime Minister Bob Lockman has said that, uh, you know, he expects uh, that an election will be held in the next 30 to 60 days. How do you see that play out? I mean, uh, you know, he's, he's, quite, he's spoken to uh, Radio New Zealand and he's said that uh, that, that, that is what uh, the people want. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on, on that? Well, if the, if the decision of the president to dissolve parliament is upheld, then you're quite right. We will go to elections in a fairly short space of time. Um, elections are expensive. I saw the paper was saying, the Daily Post was reporting that it would cost 100 million baht to stage elections. And obviously, that's not been budgeted for this year because there wasn't, an, you know, the elections weren't due till 2024. Um, so I think, you know, elections generally proceed quite smoothly in Vanuatu. We don't see uh, violence or disputes uh, in the pre-election period. You know, it's generally quite a smooth process. But obviously it is disruptive and, you know, there are parts of the Vanuatu economy and business sectors that are only just kind of restarting when the board, since the borders opened on the 1st of July. So it is a bit, you know, it's a big a big kind of um, blip on the radar for, you know, a country that wasn't expected to have elections, still trying to get uh, the economy and the country reopened and restarted post-COVID. So I think it's, um, you know, it will be a challenge, uh, but I don't think it's one that's insurmountable. Uh, the leader of opposition, uh, uh, Ralph Rekenmanu, you know, he's constantly uh, uh, said to us that... Uh, there's a lot of issues with good governments and, 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 and the whole leadership of uh, Prime Minister Lofman. Um, so do you think that, uh, you know, this, uh, this decision to dissolve the parliament is going to be a popular decision? Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not 
sure how it will go with in terms of popularity. I think I think there are I think there are widespread concerns with the quality of governance that we've seen from this government, um, and I think that the responses to that vary. I think there are some people that will welcome the chance to, you know, sort of basically start again with an election and, and you know get maybe get new people into parliament and see how that falls out. And there will be others who will be you know more more aligned with the position of the leader of the opposition that the best thing to do is to you know let the motion go forward follow that process through and assuming that the motion is successful there will be a change of government and what is currently the opposition will become the government and you know things will go ahead i think it's important to realize that uh, you know i made mention of the cost of the elections the cost of changing a government in that way through a motion of no confidence is also quite considerable you know it doesn't come you know it doesn't come cost free so i you know i think both both the leaders the leader Lofman as prime minister and Reagan Varn, who was leader of the opposition they're both kind of arguing the same thing which is the other side's option is disruptive and so they should go with theirs so you know, it's it's kind of a bit of a Hobson's choice as to which version of disruption um, people are most likely to want. I would think that in terms of the business community, um, the, you know, the change of government by virtue of a motion of no confidence is possibly less disruptive than an election period followed by elections. It, you know, it kind of it disrupts all sorts of things in terms of whether people are available to go to work, getting access to transport and all those sorts of things. You know, just one final thing on, on the issue of, uh, not the issue, but, you know, uh, Melanesian politicalists, uh, it tends to be quite uh, uh, fast-moving and, and, and some, sometimes volatile. Uh, and so what, what role does custom play in this whole process that we are seeing uh, happen in front of us? I think we've already seen custom playing a role. So we've seen a number of, uh, reconciliations between different political actors, all of which are performed within the the rights and the protocols of, of Vanuatu customs. So that might be, um, you know, a, a formal apology or an exchange of gifts. Um, so we've already seen a number of those take place as these different camps have aligned and people have moved from one camp to another and reconciled with people that they might have long-standing differences with. In terms of um, in terms of, and, and, and I think that we'll see more of that as these different groups fracture and reform. Um, in terms of elections, generally, generally custom does not, is not significant in terms of the actual machinery of elections that's de dealt with by the Electoral Commission and the Representation of the People Act. But in terms of how it plays out in communities, then there are customary aspects to that in terms of, you know, seeking permission from chiefs, for example, to address a meeting in a village or, um, you know, sort of holding meetings in, in different Nakamals or Nasaras would be done in accordance with the custom of each different place.